So let's begin again with noticing how's the mindfulness now. And you could just ask, what is mindfulness settled with? What are you noticing? What is the object of mindfulness or the establishment right now? So noticing you're aware of just this, exactly what is, whatever it is, the breath, the body, the mind. Ah, this is what I'm aware of. And you might notice also the let's say the quality of your practice or how am I practicing? Is there ardency, energy, attention? Have I set aside worry and grief for the world right now? See for yourself. Checking how is my practice. How is the sati? When? When is there mindfulness? And when we arrive in this moment, it is, is it ever not changing? We see for ourselves, we look directly. New speaker will speak to it now. What is noticed by Sati? And is it changing? What's the experience of surrendering to the rising and the vanishing right now? Each moment. The listener has the same practice. Take advantage of having this person in front of you speaking, being 
change itself, manifesting anicca. Trust emergence, surrender to the rising and the vanishing. As you release the form of taking turns, the rising and vanishing now explicitly and even obviously includes the rising and vanishing of all that's happening between, between the two or three of you. Known by the senses, the ears, the eyes, the body. And of course, the whole lot of experience, the activity of your own mind, rising and vanishing. So when you offer yourself the guideline, trust emergence, you're attuning to that. And right now, that's exactly and explicitly what you're also naming verbally and receiving from the other. So really get a sense of this practice, trust emergence, tuning into the impermanence as a practice. What's it like? All that's of a nature to arise is of a nature to cease. Indeed, there's a whole category the Buddha created of in parsing out what is dukkha what is suffering, and aside from the pain that is just pain, straight ahead, there is the pain, the suffering, due to impermanence. If the mind doesn't grasp, perhaps it's not a problem. But tell the mind that. Tell the mind not to grasp.
we'll begin our investigation of the ceasing of things in a very concrete way. The ceasing of the worldly material things We could take this as obvious, but somehow, somewhere, it catches us by surprise. It may not be such a big deal when we see that our socks have worn out, but when there is cessation in the bank account, it gets our attention. What was there isn't there anymore. Where does it get your attention? As you contemplate the cessation in the world of possessions and positions, Each pause, you're presenting that contemplation to the mind and letting, letting it touch you, not holding it at arm's length. And you don't have to make more of it than is actual. Maybe there's a pretty deep letting go that you've you know, that's become a, a wisdom-derived pattern in your life, maybe. But you're invited to challenge that. And when this contemplation touches the mind, what is known? What's the experience? The um, definition in the so-called vicissitudes is loss and gain, right? Loss and gain, gain and loss. And as you contemplate this, give particular attention in each pause Relax and open each moment of pausing. Attune to the impermanence now.
just like this, just like this moment, in silence. As your partner speaks, and there's no need to take turns, as your partner speaks, once again he or she is being the impermanent, the rising and the vanishing, and so is your own mind. And these very thoughts about your own material loss, your own worldly loss, or change, contingency. Let your practice support you. And let your meditation partner's practice support you as well. Trust emergence, let that support you. Attuning to the impermanence. All that's subject to arising is subject to cessation. Can't we just leave out a few categories of our lives? Like our relationships? It's connected also with the Buddhist teachings, isn't it? I will be separated from all that is dear to me. It's certain, you know. Maybe death, maybe before death, who knows. And yet the mind, of course, holds on. Doesn't really want to even think about it. Sometimes life forces its way in, in the way of these unwelcomed surprises that some of us have had. But meditation, if nothing else, can prepare the mind for life as it actually is. And surrendering to the rising and vanishing. Mindfulness established of the arising of phenomena, the vanishing of phenomena, and both the arising and the vanishing. This is not just a refined meditation practice, which it most certainly is, but it's also a life practice. As you contemplate this, 
you can in each pause present this to the mind. Every relationship, however dear, however distant, is subject to cessation. And see what is known in the responses of the body-mind. Take your time. Approach it with honesty, but also tenderness, compassion. As you listen deeply, let there also be balance in your listening. Establishing mindfulness internally, even as you listen to the other. The body is sitting. Mindfulness is knowing experience. So take your time. Even as you listen, even as you listen, trusting emergence, and certainly when you pause and the thoughts and feelings arise, trusting emergence here, surrendering to the rising and vanishing of the thoughts and feelings here and now. Pause, relax, open. Trust emergence, the certainty of the impermanence of all relationships, no exceptions. Trust emergence. There's the vanishing of this dialogue. And should you feel moved, you might offer your appreciation for your partner for this practice, and we'll join in the circle. Thank you.